Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Awkward Silences. We are here with our monthly installment of Tacos and Tide Pods, where we talk about what is good and not so good in the world of user interviews, UX research, and whatever is top of mind. Roberta is here and Jake is here. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Roberta's getting married this weekend. I am. I am. (laughs) Very exciting. Did I steal your taco or that's just... That is my taco. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, let's, oh let's dig in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to start, Roberta? So tell us about uh, you're, you're getting married. That's very exciting. I am. Yeah. I'm getting married on Saturday and then reflecting a lot. The first half of the year for me has been a lot of operations work. And for this, it's been wedding ops. So I, gonna, yeah, right, I planned right. a whole damn wedding. Like, oh my gosh, that's huge. It's a lot so, of yeah. work, right? Yeah, it is a lot. It is a lot of work. Yeah. But research apps is like strangely more difficult because there's more people involved. It's just very different. But yeah, I'm looking forward to just having fun this weekend. It's been a long time planning it. So yeah. Uh, Where is it? How many people are coming? Where's my invite? I think it got lost in the mail. (laughs) It is small. It's going to be at a farm in Rhode Island. uh, 45 people. So it'll be pretty small. Yeah, it'll be nice. Jage, what's your taco? My taco. I read something the other day that aligns a lot uh, with something I think about work, which is, you know, keeping the small stuff the small stuff so that you actually have some space for the bigger stuff. And it reminded me a lot of um, Shreyas Dashi on Twitter, like a, a favorite product follow. Kind of popularized a framework called LNO, which like some tasks are leverage, like they're really high leverage. So they're really important to do well because they have a lot of return. Some are N, so neutral. So they're kind of like break even, like. And then some things are just, oh, they're overhead. Like you have to do them. They're important, a status update or whatever. But they don't have that much impact most of the time. So you want to kind of minimize it. And what the quote really kind of unlocked for me was when you like take a small thing and spend more time on it, you're not like overachieving. What you're doing is you're stealing time from the important stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you have like, imagine like, you know, a fixed 40 hours for your week and you have a bunch of smaller tasks to maybe take 15 hours, spending 20 on them is not a good thing because now you only have 20 for the important stuff instead of 25. Whereas if you could get it, those small things only take 10 hours instead of 15. Now you have 30 hours for the bigger stuff, right? And so just something I've thought a lot about with my team. We talk about a lot and um, just had a couple different things from Twitter and uh, some books I've been reading kind of like touch on the same topic in different ways, which is always fun. And so that's been, mm-hmm. uh, been top of mm-hmm. mind. So don't spend too much time on not important stuff. Uh, <laughs> which sort of begs the question of like, why do the not important stuff at all, right? Because it's also like... If you're not going to do it well, don't bother doing it. And so I think you get that temptation of like, well, if I'm doing it, I want to do it well, right? And then that's where you get into all that lost time, especially if you're someone mm-hmm. who kind of tries to do the things you do well. And so just not doing things can be a good good way to go too sometimes. Yeah, I think in his original like tweet thread about the the overhead task was, you know, a lot of people in product and research and other types of work are kind of like overachievers, perfectionist mm-hmm. type people. He's like, so if on those ones, you force yourself to do a quote unquote, like bad job, he's like, right. you're still not going to do a bad job. Like your baseline is still going to be pretty good, mm-hmm. but you can kind of try to break yourself out of the, the mental stuff. Right. But I agree. If you can just cut stuff, give a meeting that you don't need anymore, get rid of it is better than trying to right. breeze through it. Right. So. Right. And what's a neutral? Right. That sounds like. I forget. He has some examples in there, but I think, you know, things where you're kind of like just breaking even on your time spent. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. You put an hour of time in, you get an hour of impact back. So maybe Got like it. A, linear, like as opposed yeah, to Yeah, so they're, they're, they're useful, but they're not the things where it's like, if I do a really good job writing this strategy outline and then I share it, it gets shared with 50 people. And so mm-hmm. that has like much more leverage, right? Than, sure. you know, some For other, sure. some other things in your day. So cool. All right. I've got a meta taco. 
delicious. Um, which is our hundredth episode just aired last week. And that's pretty cool because not that many podcasts get to a hundred episodes. And I don't I think our ambition when we started this was just to like do it and see what happened. And <laughs> maybe it would be kind of cool kind of thing, but certainly no ambition in terms of like listenership or a number of episodes or anything. It was really just to do it and see. So pretty cool milestone to get to. And also I think one of our maybe concerns in the beginning was like, are there X episodes worth of content to even talk about if we keep it sort of tight on UX research? And the more we do, the more I'm just like, uh, there's so many more things to talk about. So um, yeah, yeah. The more you zoom in, the more, the more there is to explore. Yeah. Yeah. So to celebrate, I didn't yeah. tell you both this, but I listened to the first ever episode. Oh, God. Your interviewing skills have just increased exponentially since then. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. And then I'm really curious, do both of you have a favorite episode? No. <laughs> like having a favorite child, I have to think about it. But it is kind of cool to see some of when I look at the stats, which I don't do a ton, yeah. but when I do, it's cool to see some of the most popular ones really are great episodes. Yeah. Um, so like one that comes to mind, not necessarily my favorite favorite, but a really good one was with Amy Chess, formerly of Amazon, about how to ask good research questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. It's fun when people are just know what they're talking about. So forward and backward, it comes so easily. And that was a really fun conversation that I know people have gotten a lot of out of because people listen to it and they've talked about it, you know, yeah. um, told us how much that's been helpful to them. So that was a really good one. Yeah. yeah. A fun, like memorable one for me early on was when we got uh, Laura Klein on just because yeah. one, she was kind of like a big name at the time when mm-hmm. we were like having trouble, like, you know, figuring out who get what guests we could get sure. on here. But two is, you know, her and I had an exchange on Twitter where I think we kind of got our wires crossed a little bit about like a mm-hmm. sensitive, complicated topic. And it was nice to just like have this format and this sort of channel to discuss it on because it, it was just a much better conversation to have over you know a podcast than it was trying to do a couple tweets back and forth and so it was kind of a cool like the medium is the message type of thing of oh this is a conversation that's much better suited for like a back and forth exchange than it is you know hot takes on twitter so um that was a cool kind of to see that loop come through was was interesting yeah Yeah. that's really cool yeah definitely should do more of that get more of uh folks disagree with public (laughs) on twitter and get them on yeah yeah we haven't done done that in a while it's good stuff (laughs) All right, uh, so that's the taco portion. Uh, who would like to kick off with a type pod? I can go. <laughs> well, one of the other tacos was that we got to meet as the leadership team in Nashville. And yeah. as one of our teammates described it, it was lawlessness. Had a lot of fun, but did get COVID from the retreat. So that was pretty tough. Still recovering. It's still there. It's still out there, people. So be safe. Yeah. yeah, well, I'll just jump onto that because this is also my Tide Pod. I guess we could coordinate ahead of time, but why? <laughs> you know, got to keep it fresh. So I too got COVID. So I don't think yeah. you did, Jade, but two of three. I did not. I made it this far without getting it though. And, you know, my thinking was sort of adults making informed decisions and we're all getting this thing eventually. So COVID is the enemy, not getting together with yeah. your coworkers. And grateful for vaccines. That's a taco mm-hmm. on my Tide Pod. I've been much sicker before. And so just kind of dealing with not tasting or smelling so good, but I hear it's going to come back. And uh, yeah, getting COVID's not great, but could be a whole lot worse, obviously. So yeah. ready for this thing to go away, though. Jeez, aren't we all tired of it? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly having a hard time like squaring in my head how I feel about it anymore. Cause like right. your point, I went so long being so conservative and, and so risk adverse. I think like rightfully so, you know, in the early days. And now you're at a point where like we don't fully know still all the long-term effects and some of the other things. And so you still want to be cautious. You don't want to get it. You don't want to get any illness, like not to state the obvious, but I don't know. It feels really nice to also be able to do things and go to weddings and see friends and everything else. And so I don't know where I am on that like balancing anymore. It's a head scratcher for sure. And it's hard. You see people who have just like been very conservative up until today and with no end in sight. And I think the calculus on giving up so much of your life for an indefinite period of time, obviously everyone has to make their own decisions, but for me, it's worth it to go out and live a little bit. So. Yeah. Now you get to have your favorite cilantro as well. That's right. I hate cilantro. If anyone, that's my forever Tide Pod. And I don't hate it right now because nothing tastes like anything. So Cool. My uh, Tide Pod was around, I saw two things this week that made me think of this, is around like the just super generic formulaic stuff that's kind of happening more and more on LinkedIn, especially in research mm -hmm. and product and design. Yeah, this is so There's two. That, so one was, I forget if it was John Cutler or uh, Dave Gerhardt, but whoever it was, sorry if I misattributed it. Basically went through and grabbed a bunch of popular LinkedIn posts and just made all the characters X's so you could just see the shape of it. Uh -huh. And like all of like the line breaks and like the length of sentences were all so similar, like across the couple they posted. And then there's another like AI fake post generator thing for LinkedIn that's really good. You give it like a prompt, like I brush my teeth this morning and it spins this whole tale about like how that <laughs> is so impactful to business or whatever. And I don't know, I just like, I think it's cool that people are there sharing stories and using it as a platform because it's obviously like a, a rich network and all that. But um. There's a different quote I heard recently. There's something about like the best authenticity is about like being authentic about your inauthent inauthenticity. <laughs> right, I'm getting, right. you know, but like own some of the messiness or own some of the you know missteps. I think especially now with you know kind of a downturn and some softness in the economy, people are probably going to have to be a little bit scrappier, cut some corners, not be able to do everything like by the book because you're doing more with less or, or trying to keep the business afloat in some in some difficult times. And like. To then just come on and always put this shtick on like how you present it and everything right, is right, just right. a little, I don't know, it's wearing me thin. I, to be fair to everyone who does it, like I'm sure it works. Like I'm sure you get numbers. The, the, the first couple of times I've ever gotten like traction on Twitter, like I very much copied like a thread format and then it worked. And I was like, right. oh, I see why people do this. But like right, I didn't right. like doing it. So it's a tricky one. Yeah, I think if working the algorithm feels maybe not authentic, but like good to you, like go for it. But yeah, if you're just, if it's a soulless That'll come through eventually. The algorithm yeah. will change and you'll be stuck with your line breaks. I did one of those uh, auto generators. I think it was like, you're supposed to put in like a struggle you've gone through and then like the happy result at the end or something like that. And so I used COVID for the struggle. <laughs> and then the happier result was, what was it? It was something like, so just keep trying. <laughs> oh my God, it's <laughs> so cheesy. Yeah, that's oh awesome. We should, we should put that in the show notes. It's yeah. A very yeah, I haven't seen yet. one of these before. So now I'm very curious. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty funny. If you know, you yeah. know, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Be a little, you don't have to be so formulaic. You can just share your thoughts yeah, in a you know, slightly more unique way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, on that note, we've worked through the formulaic aspect of this episode. Anything else, guys, before we uh, break? Oh, so yeah, we're trying and we're always trying new kind of platforms for this video podcast we're doing now. So let us know what you think. I think we're going to try to live stream this in a not live way. So maybe you can comment or engage so please do that and uh maybe on that note now that we're 101 deep if you have any topics or guests that you'd like to see please reach out to us on twitter or linkedin a few people have actually as we've kind of gotten a little more popular have reached out and say nice things about the podcast which is really nice to hear but 
if you have constructive stuff around who you know we should talk to or what we should talk about, uh, please reach out. That'd be great. All right. That's a wrap. 